Welcome to Pondering with Peg, episode 17. Tonight's episode is The Healer's Journey. Tonight's episode is being recorded at Paris Study in Chester Heights, PA. I wanted to do a podcast for those who are healers and for those who feel it is part of their path to become one. I would like to start this evening sharing some thoughts I've been having this week about the healer's journey. When I first realized that it was part of my journey to become a healer, I was excited and scared at the same time. I was worried that because I was not a perfect person that I really should not be doing the work. But then I realized that I could help others with my imperfections. If I can understand what someone is going through, then I can better help them. I have found that most, if not all, healers have battle scars. We have had to be warriors to overcome trauma, and most have experienced their dark night of the soul. All that we have gone through and the lessons we have learned brought us to healing, healing ourselves and healing others. As healers, we are conduits for universal energy. We conduct the energy and that energy flows to the person we are working on and it goes where it is needed most. The energy awakens the healing energy already within that person. There are many modalities of energy work and most healers practice more than one type. It is important to understand the different modalities to find that one match for you. Feeling comfortable with the modality and the healer is important for you to get the most out of the experience. Tonight I would like to open the discussion up to the healers present to share their stories and also to talk about the type of energy work they do. I also encourage those here this evening to ask questions. So I'd like to open it up and uh, have a discussion. Now this evening we have Cleta who's here. Now Cleta, you do Reiki. Do you do other healing modalities as well? I, I'm a Reiki master and also a level one in healing touch. And also I call myself a spirit counselor. Right, because healing comes in many forms, not just the basic healing energies that most people think about, but counseling, mm -hmm. even um, like Carolyn Jalone here who does past life regression, right. that's all she part of the healing. Lightly. <laughs> so, how did you get started? <coughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I got started over like, um, oh, seems like 1996 when I came here. And seeing the different things, um, different people were into different things, and Reiki seemed to catch my attention. Back then, a lot of people thought Reiki was something that was evil or because you do use symbols but it's right. Japanese symbols and things like that but we couldn't like if we went to a hospital and we were doing Reiki on a, a friend that, that was in the hospital we had to stop if anybody came in the room because they didn't want you to do that but now over the years the hospitals are finally admitting that Reiki does help you, especially if you're going for chemo mm -hmm. or operations or anything like that. They even advertise that they have their own Reiki group in some of the hospitals. Yeah, Burmar Hospital here in Pennsylvania has it. My mother was in, and I heard them ask the woman next door, would you like the Reiki practitioner to come in? Mm -hmm. So yeah. that, that's, it's really great that they're starting to bring it in. And when we were getting, it was... Um, we did one time, um, there was this doctor, he was um, at the Children's Hospital, mm -hmm. or DuPont Hospital, and there was a bunch, they set up a nice room for everybody, and they told everybody to come in and at least get 15 minutes of Reiki to 
to give them some energy and stuff. And the room was really set up very calming with water running, music, food, and a person that was playing a harp. And a lot of people come in and they would look and it's just, oh no, you know, this, this is weird, somebody putting hands on you and stuff like that. But we would talk them into saying, try it. Once they tried it and felt how relaxed it made them, they didn't want to leave after the 15 minutes. They wanted to come back in line again and get... And then we got a letter from the doctor saying that he wound up doing more operations than he normally did with his staff because his staff was so relaxed, they got along better, and everything just ran smooth with, uh, with all the ones in his um, group had Reiki. Wow. So he did thank us, and he says, and the extra children that we did get in, thank you also for letting us have that extra energy to do them. Wow. And that was before it became really like popular around here. Yeah, it's a little more mm-hmm. known, I guess. Yes. Now. Yeah. People are still surprised. Like when I came to, I came to it through my own illness mm-hmm. and going to a healer, and then realizing that it was something that I was supposed to do. But um, it's funny, like people will come in and I'll start and they're like, well, is this massage? <laughs> no. <laughs> they, they somehow equate it with massage because it's hands-on. They don't right. realize that it's just very light touch. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, are you um, Yusui Reiki? Yes. Okay. Because there are different types of Reiki. I'm yes. not familiar with there all is, of them. There is all different kinds. I know there's, there's uh, Kahuna, right. uh, Fire, uh, right. Fire Dragon, or something right. like that. Right. Um, and I think they're going to have a new one here. Is it Artur- Arturian? I, that's something new. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was into Reiki a lot <clears throat> and really working that, doing that here. Right. And doing Reiki share and things. And then that's when I got more involved in helping spirits, and that's where I do healing with the spirits and because mm-hmm. I've been working so over 20 years with the spirits and solving their problems and emotional problems and all, right. I call myself a um, spirit, counselor. Mm-hmm. spirit counselor. And do you use Reiki with yes. them as well? Yes. Uh, the, when the, um, the spirits are talking to us, mm-hmm. well they're talking to Russ. And so I'll give, I'll send out Reiki so it makes it easier for them to stay longer and talk to us. Right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Now, maybe you can confirm this for me. Recently I was just watching, I'm very much into the paranormal TV mm-hmm. shows and um, most of the, you know, the ghost shows that are like the, the real ones where they're going in and doing investigations. But I was watching something and a woman was telling her story about how she was uh, out with some friends. They were at Bob Mackey's. Are you familiar with mm-hmm. that? And they had gone in the night before their investigation because it's still open and running, I think, as a as a bar. Yeah, that's so, right. Yeah. yeah. So they had gone in, and she was with two of her friends who were Reiki masters. She is not. Mm-hmm. And she said she felt that night like something go through her but she wasn't sure what happened Mm -hmm. and she ended up violently sick to the point where she was in the hospital for days after Mm -hmm. whatever had attached to her gotten gone through her and she said to the other woman why did you not why did that not happen to you we were all together and they said well once the once you're a reiki master they have harder time Mm -hmm. 
getting through. Yeah, you do protection mm -hmm. and you ground yourself right. and you can clear yourself and all. Right. Which um, the normal person doesn't know that. Now, healing touch you do as well? I only level one I got certified in. Right. Right. And how would you say that compares to Reiki? I mean, how is it similar? Um, is it with um, healing touch? Is you don't well. Let's start off with the Reiki. You pull universal energy mm -hmm. through you. You're not using your own energy. Right. With healing touch, you're not doing that. You're doing different procedures and moving energy, and mm -hmm. you're learning how to swirl and and. Um, it's just different. In so, a way, it, it's like it because you're working with the person laying right. down on the table, but yet you're not using any symbols. Okay. You're Where just, we use symbols right. and different things like right. that. Right. They don't use symbols, and right. it's all intention right. and clearing. You know. Right. So it's similar to Reiki, but without the symbols. Without the symbols. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they don't touch. Right. No, to open your so do, is it similar to like when you do, if some people don't touch for Reiki, they come above the body? Yeah. So it's probably similar mm -hmm. to that. Yeah. Now, um, I forgot your name. I'm Rachel. Sorry. Rachel. <laughs> so Rachel has been healing on her own for quite some time and not realizing it. I didn't even realize it. My mom used to get really bad like headaches and migraines when I was a kid. And I remember when we lived in our first house and we only lived there till I was about, I think, five five or six seven seven um i remember just when i was really really little i remember there was one day and i just out of the blue came up out of this she's laying on the couch and there's a really bad thunderstorm going outside and she's sitting there and she has her eyes covered because i had the lamps on and everything mm -hmm. i was like mom what's wrong what's wrong and she's like i just have a really bad headache and i went over to her and i grabbed her head and i put my thumbs in the center of her forehead and I squeezed her head, and then I let go, and I was like, I love you, Mom. You're going to be okay. And then she's like, I literally don't have a headache anymore, and that was like one of the worst headaches ever. So whenever I, whenever she has a headache, I always grab her head and everything. Mm -hmm. And I remember when my, the first time my stepdad had seen it, um, he was like, what's she doing? And I think my mom's like, this is how she makes my headaches go away. And um, I remember one day he had like a really bad headache, and he was like, what's that thing you do with your mom? And I, <laughs> and I was like, come here, and I grabbed his head. And of course I make fun of him because he's bald and I'm like, oh, it's so shiny. I'm going to go for good luck and, and everything. And I did it to him and I started like grabbing his head and I was like tapping my fingers and everything like along the back of his head. And I remember I just felt like he was like, I felt, it almost felt like he was like clenching his teeth and then clenching his whole head and everything. Right. And all of a sudden like I felt him like let go and all, and he just kind of relaxed and he's like, I don't have a headache. What did you do? Mm -hmm. And my boyfriend, who is the world's biggest skeptic i tried getting him here tonight he wouldn't come <laughs> i did it to him the one day too and he was like i don't have a headache anymore he's like i don't know what you're doing he's like but you know he's like you don't i don't have a headache and everything and i've always been drawn to medicine like i'm, I'm planning to go to school and get my degree mm -hmm. in emergency medicine and all but everybody's like oh i always feel so calm around you i always mm -hmm. feel like i can talk to you and i don't you know and I'll have, I had friends last summer, like, calling me up in the middle of the summer, like, I feel sick, what do I do? And I'm like, right. and, all, and I'm always, like, fixing my friends and my family and everything. But, like, I didn't realize, like, really what I was doing. I was like, oh, I mm -hmm. thought I was just, you know, giving off a good vibe or something. And all. I thought it was just kind of instinct that I was giving off something good or whatever. But Do you have, is it in your, do you know if it's in your family? It, like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, we know that, like, being, like, 
<clears throat> connecting with spirits is something that's in our family. Yeah, you guys definitely have that. Yeah, yeah. Um, we know that. But I, she's the first one I know that has that ability. Well, it usually Where that skips a about generation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's good. I was taught by American Indian, but you can take that headache and give it to somebody else. <laughs> you must wipe it off your ass. That's <laughs> <laughs> an American Indian way. Wipe it off. Once you take the headache away, wipe it off your bottoms or go wash your hands. Yeah. Right. It'll go well, it's similar to Reiki. You take mm-hmm. it and you either put it in the ground or throw it. I usually send it to the um, violet light. Yeah. Yeah. For, for me, like, whenever I was, like, I, like, I would just kind of grab their head and everything, and I, and then I would just go about my day because I didn't even realize it. But recently, I got a Gettysburg, and we found this like essential oil stick, and it was like for headaches and everything. And I was putting it on before bed because I was getting some migraines with the um, storms at night recently and everything. And also recently, I've been like putting it on them, and I'm doing I'll either do like a little massage or I'll just like grab their head and everything, and then I go wash my hands and like oh, so I guess I'm doing it correctly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but. Like, I didn't even realize that people were saying, I always feel better on you. I always feel so calm. And I always feel like I can connect with you. I didn't even realize that's good. that. Was you different. gravitated to the right profession. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know for me, like, I, she was actually with me on the ambulance that day. We had this woman, and she just had a bad reaction to a medication, but basically it sent her into a spiral of a, one of the worst panic attacks I've ever seen. And she. This woman was shaking. She couldn't sit still. Like, she felt like she had, like, no control over, like, everything going on in her body. She's like, I feel like I can't move. And we actually had to, like, pick her up and put her on our stretcher because, I mean, she kept saying, I feel like I can't move. I feel like I can't move. She's like, I don't have any control over anything in my body and everything. And I remember my mom was trying to work with her. And I just grabbed her hand and I looked at her. I was like, look at me. We're going to try taking some deep breaths. And it was, um, you know where we got her to the hospital, which is probably about, I would say it was like 10, yeah, 10 minutes. Yeah. And all, she was so calm. Like she, I mean, she'd been crying and everything. So she was, you know, so a little choked up from all that. And although we went in the nurse was just like looking, she's like, okay, this made it sound like a lot worse than it was. So like, should we, should we put her in the waiting room or anything? Like she was so calm and everything. And I just... I didn't, I mean, I'm sure some of what my, like, the medication that my mom had given her, like, helped, of course, right. but just in that whole process, she, she just, like, calmed down, and it was, like, everything came to a screeching halt for her, and this woman, like, I mean, I've seen my friends have some pretty bad panic attacks. I saw a friend, we were lined up for math class one day, and she just dropped to the ground and was crying because she had such a bad panic attack, and, oh, and this one was, this woman's panic attack was pretty bad, and all, but she just, she was so calm and everything, and I'm like, I don't know what I did. She's like, thank you, thank you. She's like, I don't know what you did. Thank you. And she's, you know, she's like grabbing me and hugging me in the, in the yard, thanking me. She's like, I don't know what you did, but thank you. And she's just like all calm. And I'm like, you were not in this state just a few minutes ago. Can I, can I say something to, um, a lot of it is intention. You were focusing on that you wanted to help them and heal them. And intention is really works a lot with people. If you have a true intention coming from your heart, like you wanted to help and like getting rid of your mom's headache and stuff. So you were directing your energy and your intention into getting doing that. Mm-hmm. And that's 
That's the one thing. And you should maybe think of maybe getting into some kind of modality like Reiki or something. She said that, but she right. said that since I was probably 12 years old. She was when she was, we need to teach you Reiki. So she's like, we need to find somewhere. And we need to mm-hmm. teach you. She's like, I don't know what you're doing. She keeps telling me yeah. that I need to do it. Yeah. And I know for me, working on the ambulance, like every time before my shift, like when I'm getting my uniform on, I'm always... Like, I always try to set an intention for the day, whether it's just to make myself happier, make sure my mm-hmm. dogs are happy or something. But when I'm getting ready to go on the ambulance for a shift, I always, while I'm getting dressed and everything, I always light some incense and a, can- a white candle. And I always set my intention that I just want to make my patients feel better and I want to have a, a good time with my coworkers because I do enjoy the people I work up there with and everything. And, I mean, I've had maybe three patients that haven't thanked me in the mm-hmm. ER. And that was because they were either very sick or unconscious. <laughs> and, you know, I've, I mean, and I've been doing this for probably, I've been riding with this crew for probably about a year, yeah, about a year now, a little over a year actually. Because um, I spent my whole summer last year starting to do it and starting to learn. And I had, I remember my first patient, she was in a car accident and everything. And, she was scared that something was wrong. She's like, the seatbelt locked pretty hard. And, you know, I just don't feel right. I don't feel right. And we took her to the ER and everything. And she was like, you know what? Thank you. And I, and I had actually seen her later that night bringing another patient in. She's like, they're actually about to take me in for a scan because they felt something wasn't right. And she's like, you think you might have saved my life? And she's mm-hmm. like, thank you. And also, and, you know, I've had other pa- patients, you know, shake my hand. Thank you. Thank you for your time and everything. Right. It's something that emergency service workers like we personally we don't get that a lot people don't mm-hmm. always thank us people just don't we're kind of the you work we, in the hospital uh we work in like just in the ambulance but we're in the hospital quite a bit and i'll work where do you work uh i i do volunteer volunteers. work um with Aston township fire department on the ambulance oh, good. but it's going to be my career and so i say it's work because i mean i'm not sitting around doing anything i just do the work without getting paid but right. i've always had patients you know thank me and everything and that's something that like I and I was actually talking to one of the people one day he's like people never thank us he's like I don't know what you do but people never <laughs> thank me he's like you want to come on more of my shifts he's like because you're personable or something and all mm-hmm. like I just I've had patients and parents of patients and spouses and siblings and everything and they've all always come up to me and they're like I don't thank you thank you I don't know what you did and they're always grabbing my hand and everything and and also I guess I she always said, and she's like, oh, you always just have that touch. You always have that touch. I think that's, I, you'd probably agree with this. It's probably, I think, like, people who work ambulance, people who work in the hospital, mm-hmm. physical therapists, it would benefit them all from just even having a level one right. class because uh, my daughter-in-law, her father is a podiatrist and he does surgeries, <clears throat> and he has uh, all three levels he had gotten years ago, and he doesn't do Reiki. But she said, you know, after she realized what it was, um, she said, it's so funny because he always has a touch. You can mm-hmm. always feel the comfort or there's yeah. always something very soothing about when he w- touched you or worked on you. And yeah. I, I think that would benefit ever, you know, all medical that's, workers. That's what uh, I always say and Terry and a lot of other masters saying, at least get level one because mm-hmm. level one is for yourself. It's for you to help you understand and deal with the energies and your um, 
your intentions and things like that. Yeah. And things that you can do. Then when you feel it, you move on to the next level. Just don't go someplace and get level one, two, and three, mm-hmm. yeah. because you need at least three to six months, or maybe more, mm-hmm. with level one, because it does change you. It makes you very calm. Mm-hmm. Um, you can handle stress more, mm-hmm. um, situations where there's a lot of stress or activity, um, because like everybody, in, like in our family, or if anything happens and stuff, it's like they come over and they call me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You 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 deal with it or right. you do it, and then when I get there and I help them, it's like it radiates out and helps everybody else who's around yeah. here. Yeah, I've, so you yeah. should get level. We we are having classes in level one here. Yeah, I've I've met a few people like I don't even think they realize it. Just being, you know, law enforcement officers or firefighters or EMTs or nurses or paramedics, like whatever they do. Like I've met a lot of people in the emergency services field and. Um, like so many like I've met a few that just there's like there's some that you can tell they're just they've gone through enough training to be able to deal with the stress and then there's some they just like they could stroll on the scene of a car accident and be like I know exactly what I want to do and how I want to do it and mm-hmm. it's going to be fine just keep a level and there I'm like how are you so <laughs> like level I like you haven't even received any of this training and everything and there's just some like I've met a few and even a few of my friends and everything they're just like they're like so calm about it and everything and I'm like yeah like you guys have something like (laughs) it would really help you more into even calm yourself down more in situations when there's a lot of static and a lot of things happening and panicky and I agree I I know between my levels I was at least a year between Mm -hmm. one and two yeah and um, and between two and, and master I was Maybe three years. Yeah. Because you really need to learn how to work with it and understand it. And, and for your body then, to adjust right. to the different energies and things. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it changed me after one. I was, people said, you know, whoa, what happened? Yeah, <laughs> you, like can, you really can handle calm. situations quicker. <laughs> yeah. uh, it doesn't, like, when something happens, you don't go, oh my God, I don't know what to do. Right. No, you're very relaxed and your mind is very organized. Yeah. For me, I think it's, I, I struggle terribly with anxiety, and I've gone in situations where I'm dealing with myself, and I'm, like, freaking out, and I'm shaking, and I'm stuttering, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing and everything, and then, you know, like, my friends are like, you're freaking out about going on stage and giving a speech, yet the other day you're working on the ambulance, and you had this really bad trauma, and you, you're like, okay, I got this, and they're like, they're like, how do you do that? And I'm like, I don't get it, and all but. Like, I, for myself, like, I struggle. I cannot sit still for meditation and everything. I struggle so horribly. And um, Melinda, she had actually given me a tip. She's like, mm-hmm. she goes, stop trying to do 10 minutes. Start with two. And then go to five. And she's like, work from there and everything. And I've actually been able to get myself up. Like, I started with one night with, like, a two-minute session and everything. And I started doing it and doing it and doing it. And now I'm like, I can do a five and everything. And I'll sit through a five and everything. And, like, slowly I'm like, I don't want the five to end, though. I can keep going with this. And also, mm-hmm. you know, like, slowly I've been, like, kind of, like, working on myself with some, that that sort of thing. But, like, I, everybody always tells me, they're like, have you considered Reiki and everything? And I've had her and I've had a few other people always drop it to me. And they're, like, they're, like, dropping hints to me and everything. Yeah. But, I mean, it's always been something I'm interested in. And even when I was little, like, 
I was, I didn't want to work on the day. It was like, my mom was like, I can't do that. No. And I was like, but I wanted to be a vet. And then I wanted to be a marine biologist. And then I wanted to work in um, animal behavior studies and work as a veterinarian and everything. And then brief time, I wanted to be a chef. I don't know why, but I did. (laughs) I think it's because I was going on a food kick and growing. And then all of a sudden I sort of became a first responder and I was like, I want to go help people. I want to save lives. But I realized like looking back now I'm like wow I always kind of wanted to heal people or things or work with people mm-hmm. and things and even cooking is healing nutrition yeah. <clears throat> yeah I always wanted to make people feel good like that's always something I found with me and everything is like I want to make people feel good and all so you can't meditate I struggle horribly like I have I have the attention span of a gnat sometimes and I'll sit there and I'll be like she she's she'll have to sit there and tell me to get back and I'll be doing dishes and all of a sudden I'll see something else and I'll be like I'll be outside. Mom's like, What are you doing? I'm like, I'm outside looking at the clouds and she's like, You were washing a plate two minutes ago and now it's half to wash. <laughs> I don't that sound like Yeah. <laughs> and all but more and more I've been like being able to yeah. start to work on that and everything and work on getting better myself. Now I'm in, I'm kind of curious. So when you two are working together, like the spirit, and Cleta is doing Reiki, do you see that at all, or do you just feel the spirit can hang on? I mean, do you ever see the energy from it? Right. Does I believe the energy from her doing a, a like with with the Reiki, like when she's doing it to work with the spirit, and you're working with them at the same time. Do you ever feel that? Yeah. I mean, or see it. Do you ever see it? I see it. Do you yeah. see it? Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Because sometimes I'll ask him, I'll go, you know, are you giving the Reiki to the spirit here? I says, is it helping? He says, oh, yeah, I can see it. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see the her energy as much as I see the spirit become more calmer. Mm-hmm. You see the reaction. Complacent. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's interesting. So we don't have anyone here who's got any have a, any other healing modalities. Well, I would learn from an American Indian, mm-hmm. and uh, also my grandmother was gifted, but she's from Norway and she wasn't talking. Mm-hmm. But she had me massage her this and that, and it's a shame I didn't have more information. My youngest was gifted, and she needed direction to Wild Child, and that didn't work. So, uh, also, I found out I have to watch when I touch people. It's not a sexual thing, it's a healing thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. You know, I just, it was just there. But she taught me a lot. Don't let negative people behind you. They'll suck it right out, and they might not even know it, but just the negative will pull that. Most important, like I said, to wipe it on your ass, or wash your hands, or you will pass it down. Not knowing, but you will do that. Right. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, I can see, well, I look at you, I look at your eyes. My doctor taught me that, and I just continued. Uh, you're very smart, uh, and I saw the toxics and the thing. Did you have the extra teeth? Is that why? 
Uh, my father, he actually had two extra teeth here that overlapped, and they yes. um, they had a uh, recent. It was literally very recently within the past couple of years. I got braces on, and there was a tooth that was right here. And they look at it, and they're like, "They're like, that's a dog tooth, that's a baby tooth." And they're looking around and everything. They're like, "Ah, it's a baby tooth." And they took a couple extras, and they're like, "Ah, it's funny." They're like, "There's actually a tooth, and it shoved so far up there." But the thing is, is it started growing down and it started growing outward, like my dad's and everything. And they're like, we're going to pull that baby tooth and then end up yanking it right See, out. See, that's an Aries Libra Capricorn cancer thing, is the extra teeth. I didn't have the back ones for some reason, and my daughter didn't, my grandson did. And both my grandson and granddaughter are cancers, the 19th and 20th of July. Yeah. So they had to pay for their own braces, but uh, I can tell by looking if you have the extra teeth. Yeah. Uh, my doctor, well, my mother had a massive stroke, and the lines in your ears are strokes, and I've had four. And I didn't know anything about it till the fourth one when I hit the floor, and I knew something was wrong. This is my rescue. Everybody knows me in the rescue. The intent, this is stress relief, your stroke lasts seven to ten days, and this will calm you down. And I was only in six days, but the first, when I hit the floor, that's the first thing I did was put two in my mouth. It comes in cream, and uh, six days I was out. My mother, uh, they only had eyedroppers in the seventies, and that's what I used. But you couldn't, if you couldn't. Touch it with your lips, but my mother pulled out good. She went to um, she went to Hanneman, and the doctor was just sucking out the uh, for uh, what do you call therapy. They were telling, oh, you don't have to go back. You did well this morning. Well, that wasn't doing her any good. And uh, there was a thing between the head of the thing, Spagnetti was his name, and the the therapy. Uh, of what he called it. She was the manager, and when we had to go see him, my question was, isn't it true you stabilize seven to ten days? And he walks out. Pissed. Well, I went every day, did range of motion. I called McGee right down the street the next day. They were in, and she went down there. They treat you psychologically to face the fact that you lost the use of your left hand and leg, and then you go from there. And they treat you mentally, you know, it's great. They're good rehabs. So um, it's funny how people can be deceiving. And the nurses even got me on the side and said, she's not getting her therapy. And with people who don't have anybody to speak for them, because I can be twisted. Because it's not right. You know, not right at all. So I learned that way, and like I said, I learned from an Indian girl. She was, uh, I was a chef for a while with the lighthouse in Philadelphia. It was my mother's job. And when she had, uh, she was out for a year, so I was cooking. I had my daughter there. We had our own ghost. Uh, his name's Henry. And my mother, I was on the Titanic. I would tell me that. I was the mother, she was the son. So when I get in the water, I freeze and sink. So I tried my darndest and I don't do it. But you'll see something sometimes, like I saw in just like a flicker, 
her and I asked her, I mm -hmm. said, I told her what I saw and then she came back the next day and told me. So anyhow, when I was a child, my mother was going to take this, uh, wasn't going to take it because his son died. He must have hit his head. There's granite and four feet down there's more granite and he must have fell off, hit his head and drowned. So Henry went back to Norway and then he came back and he was there. He made the lights flicker. He made all kinds of stuff in here to tell him to knock it off. I did, and he did. <laughs> but it's just to know, um, well, that somebody else filled the job, and he decided to uh, go skiing. Well, Henry turned the heat off. And you have uh, 15, 30, 45 feet of rugs by 15 behind the lighthouse. Of course, it was all ice skating after that because all the radiators broke. Hmm. But he turned the lights <clears> off. <throat> he, he's done all kinds of things. So it's the idea to listen. The more you're open, the more you do. I can tell when somebody's lying. Problem is, I have sad rising. And the key word is how I honestly feel. I have to watch because I might feel something and I won't. <laughs> I'm trying not to say it, but my my, my eyes talk. And I do astrology. I love astrology. It's numbers and stuff. And you react to that. Somebody in your family, probably your mother or your grandmother, probably had the gift. My grandmother. grandmother. Yes, and that's how you got it. Yeah. I got it. My mother, not a clue. Uh, the youngest one got it, but my grandmother mm -hmm. didn't clue me in on stuff. Right. So, and then I think my youngest great-grandchild has it. She's mm -hmm. 19th of, uh, of uh, July. And because Trudy said she sees, Trudy's aware of what's going on, uh, more so now than she had ever been before. I said, well, just don't scare her. Just ask her what she sees and just like, blow right. it off, you know? Yeah. And... Uh, you're probably, your grandmother's probably with you. It would be your great-grandmother. Yeah, I remember we had gone, it was my, actually, it was my first um, card you. reading. It was two, three years ago, two years ago. Yeah. And this is when we first, like, started getting into it and everything. And uh, I remember the woman, she's starting to lay out the cards. And she, she goes, I'm sorry, she's bothering me. She goes, who's the woman that wears black all the time? She goes, has her hair up in a bun. And I'm like. I don't know any woman, and I'm starting to think about all the women. I'm like, I call I'm like, can I call my mom over? She might have. And she goes, unless your grandmother, well, after your grandfather died, she used to wear black. Are you named after your grandmother? I am not, I no. I am. Middle name. That's her. Mm -hmm. And all, but, uh, like, we used to, uh, but she was like, yeah, after your grandfather died, she would wear black all the time and everything, because she was an well, old Italian Catholic woman. Yeah, that's right. She used to wear her hair up in a big bunch, and she spoke about three words of English, and that was to tell my grandfather to go to hell. And, <laughs> um, like, I didn't even, like, know and everything, but, I, like, the more I started talking to my, like, my family members, I think my aunt had a memory of her just saying, oh, your grandfather's here, but they thought it was because she was an older woman, and they thought maybe dementia or Alzheimer's was starting to kick in and everything, but now they're starting to wonder if... Well, maybe she did actually see her. She was on her deathbed. She saw my grandfather. Yeah. I don't know, because she told my aunt, your dad's here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, she's probably with you at all times, and you can talk to her. 
and she will advise you somehow until you have the gift she will yeah. 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 Her, yeah I have it but I think hers is stronger yeah. but I think well, you she have can, to use it you have well, to you, you also shut, shut your so, yeah she but. never encouraged like she shut hers out and like mine was never encouraged to be shut out or told to shut out and everything and when I was younger because I went to Catholic school and everything I used to go to mass and I used to see um Colors. people stepping up on the altar and then walking back down and walking up and walking and there used to just be like repetitive motions and it was all I see but it wasn't always um Fully like it was it was like I could see I could see the people walking up the steps to the altar and then they would disappear and everything and they would just constantly do it and everything but I could see the priest right behind them and did you and, see colors around him uh no I never ever really saw colors around them the only time i ever saw colors that you know weren't you know physically emanating from like they weren't physically there you know like it's some as if somebody you know doused themselves in a glow stick was i started getting migraines when i was 12 and every time i get them my left eye blacks out and it goes completely black and it's like through somebody starting black ink in my eye and it's the only thing that i ever saw as far as like a an aura. They called it a reverse aura. Uh, an aura, yeah. I had seen it a couple times. I tried like heck to see it, but I didn't. When I was in the hospital for something, the nurse came in, and all I saw was red. When you get angry, you break your aura, and then the, what they call disease comes in. You, you could get sick. And I told her about it. She said, how do you know? But that's the only time I saw it. I feel it. But I don't see it. Yeah, I never, I never see. And after a while, I actually got really scared, and I, I shut out, like, connecting with spirits and telling and everything, because I got really scared. Because I was little, I see my grandparents, and I got really, I see my grandparents after they had passed, and it was only after I had realized they passed, because we had gone to their gravesite and left flowers, and I realized that they weren't physically with us anymore, and I got really scared, and I yelled and told them to go away, and. I was upset and everything, and I kind of shut it out, but it was funny. Right around the same time was when I started doing, like, the healing with my mom and everything, and then slowly I, I brought everything back and all, but... Well, I fell in at five, but I didn't speak English. I spoke Swedish. My father came from Sweden. Bright idea. I have no memory of first grade. It must have been interesting, <laughs> going from Swedish to English. But that's the only grade I don't remember. And there's probably a reason for it. It mustn't. I don't know how that worked. I was out in this area too. I was brought up in, in Chester and then went to Philly afterwards. But um, I went to Catholic school. I'm not Catholic. I'm Lutheran. My catechism. I knew that backward and forward. Don't ask me why. I never studied it, but it was there. So uh, yeah, I uh, I wish I had gotten. Uh, into it more before, but I guess I wasn't ready or it wasn't meant to be. So, but uh, it's interesting. I love numbers. Uh, I see things, like I said, my doctor keyed me in on uh, how if you're anemic and the lines in your face related to astrology and stuff like that. I see Scorpio eyes on you. Well, you've got it then, in you, yeah. You've got it in you, yeah. Not that I know of. <laughs> well, it depends. Unless it's... Are you talking, like, distant or... Like no, no, primary? just being Scorpio. Scorpio is the top. This is uh, um, Taurus. And, of course, you have different things. This is 
junk in your, and you're, do, you're doing a great job of what eating, you don't have no, nothing, no lines in your forehead, that's residue in your intestines or bowel, and people have it, a mm-hmm. lot of people have it, both of you have great, and so do you. Great. I'm working on mine. He used to go all the way across, but I like jump too much. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like my sweets. So it's interesting, and you should <clears throat> do it because it'll be fulfilling. Yeah. Very fulfilling. Yeah, and I've recently, you know, doing this work, I always think, oh, my day job, you know, like, do I have to do that? I'd rather just do the healing. And I've read recently that, um, or I heard recently that our day jobs are what keep us grounded. When we're, like when we're in that, when we're, when we're in the mode of being up here, it's those daily jobs that keep us on the ground. So they're good for us to keep us in there. Now, do you see ores when you work, when you do Reiki, or do you see any colors? I occasionally will see it. More so, not when I'm healing. Once in a while, I'm starting to see more aura now around people. Mm-hmm. But um, like a lot of people will see it when they're healing. I don't necessarily. Oh, see you mean okay? When, like when doing, you're doing when the energy I'm doing, work, uh, Reiki uh-huh. on a person. If I stand down there by their feet, uh-huh. I can see if there's like a darkness in their their you know their, their aura. Their body. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, and then that's when I'll go back and try to remove it and right. do different things like that. Yeah, I don't see as much, but I feel what they have. Yeah. So I'll be working on them and I'll just get like my back will hurt or my arm will hurt. Or mm-hmm. like I, one of the men in my office came in one day and he's like, I don't feel well. And I put my hand on him and I said, oh, it's here, isn't it? I can feel, like I feel mm-hmm. what they have. Right. You know, come in, and then I kind of know where to go with it. I'll get that sometimes when I'm working with the spirit, and um, I'll feel like my chest, mm-hmm. and I'll say, "Did you die of a heart attack, or you know, something like that?" Right. But I don't get it all the time. Yeah. 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 Sharon, did you have any questions or any experiences you want to share <clears throat> or now? <laughs> Anyone? You well, they're having a class, aren't you? When next this Thursday or something about awareness? Um, no, I'm not. The next, well, you guys are doing. Maybe it's next month. I didn't get to see. Somebody signed us up for doing a class. I thought you were doing something. <laughs> That's Trudy said she couldn't go because of working. So. I think it's another person that's doing it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's two Theta Healing? Yeah, Theta Healing. Yeah. T-H-E-A, Theta. Really? Yeah. And that's Sounds on, interesting. Like, one's on weight loss and one's on finance. Yeah. yeah. I would like to go to the financing one. Okay, you like that. <laughs> you go to the weight loss one and I'll go to the financing And you tell me what you did and I'll tell you what I did. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of new classes coming up. Oh, yes. That's good. Yeah.
There's always room for learning because right. nobody knows everything. And the essential oils classes are coming up. Oh yeah, up. well they're that's what do. I like that. The yeah. next one I think they're doing the makeover your medicine cabinet with yeah. the essential yeah. oils. Yeah, got misled by, which is good. Uh, I've been using that. Now Daptera is expensive, but there's some things you can ingest. But if you're just putting it in the vaporizer, you don't have to use that, but it works better because uh, it's a pure. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's pure. Mm -hmm. I love the smell of mint. That's great for uh, what it called uh, pain. Mm -hmm. Since yeah. I still have pain, so yeah, a lot of those too you can use for keeping spiders away and mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. mice. Mice the mint is good for the mice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I can't find anything mint in a you know, a, a thing, a yeah. solid thing. I was hoping they would. I keep looking for yeah. it. Yeah. You want it in oil or what? You no, they, the things for the bathroom, you know. I would like that in mint. Oh, oh yeah. Well, make your own. Get some of the essential oils, get mm -hmm. like a jar of cotton balls and just kind of... Okay. That would probably yeah. work for, mm -hmm. you know, keep it... Sound like a good idea. Drops. We have a little mice thing. It, it seemed to be intelligent. You would catch one, and then they said everybody doesn't go there, and that's it. But there's something, uh, it's a prefab house in the 50s, so there's probably an entrance somewhere under the house, and they're coming they, in. They only need enough to get their nose in. The rest mm -hmm. of the body just goes yeah. in like mm -hmm. slime. I don't have any cats, so. They fight themselves out. Yeah. I'll have to do that, what do you call it? Because I put the, what it called on last night, the spearmint from the chair. Boy, did that smell. <laughs> oh, it yeah, smells delightful. But uh, I'm going to, I want to go to that class. Well, they did a nice thing where I seen some of the other samples like this. Mm -hmm. Who the hell's going to know what that little thing's going to do? They give you the big one, and if you use it, then you realize, mm -hmm. hey, I want more of this. But right. one dry dropper full, no, that ain't doing it. Yeah. And that's not, the, you know. So they give you a nice sample. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I just did a class at Burns House where we did, um, they did one for spirit. Like instead of using sage or incense, they did mm -hmm. a mix that you could spray, which was nice. Just mm. more clear energy, not spirit. Yeah. Because for really, energy. sage people burn sage to get rid of spirits. Mm -hmm. they, they, they leave, and as soon as the sage smell goes, they They're come back, back in. in. And does it can that that can aggravate them too? Can it? Yeah, depends well, on how much you use, you use something else too. Besides that, if you finish sage, aren't you supposed to use something else? I use uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. We don't use any sage. Or yeah, the only thing I else. use is holy I use, or something. Yeah, I use the frankincense to clear the house a lot. Mm -hmm. Well, I have clear a concoction that I make up for really bad houses. Mm -hmm. When we clear them out, then there's a concoction that I make up that I spray around when I say my prayers right. and bless the home. Yeah. All right, well, I'd like to thank everyone for attending and coming out tonight. Appreciate it. And until we meet again, remember, it can take a lifetime to forget what has been learned and remember what has always been.